communication is such an important part of marriage uh, because it's a sharing of our souls and really connecting person to person, heart to heart, mind to mind. It goes beyond just the words that we say or the syllables of the words. It trains so much of who we are, like with our limited language, we're trying to convey the depths of our feelings and of our thoughts and hoping that the other person will be able to understand the sense we're trying to make of our inner world and that they can respond to our inner world. And that's where couples really get lost at when it comes to communication. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. Welcome to the More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in a more excellent way. All right. So in this episode, we talk about the deeper aspects of communication and what it looks like in a marriage. We describe communication as an intimate sharing of one's thoughts and feelings and responding to one another, um, one another's thoughts and feelings as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the scripture in Ephesians 4.29 talks about um, for us not to let any unwholesome talk come out of our mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And that's uh, found in Ephesians 4 and 29. That's right. So once again, we're back in that. We're in our series still uh, talking about like with premarital couples, but we think it's like marriage one on one series as well. Mm-hmm. And today's topic is like Nicola said, communicating. And I like to call this one communicating a more excellent way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, when I think about this word communication, you know, as a counselor, pastor, whatever, you know, people always like kind of like well, that's one of the number one probably presenting issues to talk about is trying to talk about communication. And I have to really try and think about what that means. You know, I spent some time in my career, you know, trying to do different kind of couple exercises about communication. Um, and it just, it, it would provide some like skill acquisition and some help and, but I found like it's just not like it's a particular technique or, you know, mm. who has the floor and speaker listener. It's really like when commun- when emotions get hot or when it feels like we're trying to do the best we can to share what we're feeling and what we're thinking. Mm. And like we're even struggling in and of ourselves to make sense of our inner world. But then take that and then try to share with another person who's trying to grasp what they're feeling and experience as they're hearing us talk and speak. And that can be so so confusing and overwhelming for them. That sounds tricky. (laughs) Exactly. And then they are then in tune. So paying attention to what's going on, but then trying to respond to the other person in a a really felt way where they feel heard. And so anyway, just trying to really break this down. And so I, I got, I, Played with this a little bit, and I went and wanted to figure out the etymology of the word communication. Okay, <laughs> and when you what look is at that? It, and so when you study, even look at the Latin, it talks about a making common, imparting, communicating. Um, and then it goes on even further, where it, ca- it uses this. It stems from this word communicare. Hmm. I like that. Like with care. In a sense, what's that? <laughs> I like that to share, to divide out, to uh, communicate, okay. to impart. And you say, well, 
What's the point of all of this? I think it's like this idea, like when you really think about communication, it's not just like this phonetic system. It is this, it is this way in which we are trying to impart or make a, give a common experience. Hmm. So I'm, I'm sharing what's happening in me in the moment and maybe what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then when I share that with you, it's do you how are you being impacted by what I'm saying in a way where you like, did you feel my connecting or joining with it? Yeah, right. OK. Are you in a sense like connecting with my my thought process and my feelings? And if that part, like when we think about communication, the sharer is trying to get a sense of their thoughts and their feelings. And then they're trying to convey it to the person who's listening, Mm -hmm. who has to stay emotionally present with them and be accessible to them in a way where it's like, mm, as they're hearing it, they're they're allowing that experience to to get into their being. I like that. (laughs) And I think that's a better word. They're soaking it up. They're allowing themselves to be impacted by the experience of another person. Mm -hmm. And then what they then share, I think that helps kind of, almost in a sense complete that that communication loop Mm. is i'm sharing back to you what i experience from your words in a way of me trying to grasp your experience yeah and if you can't really get that part it gets all frustrating and and off yeah and that's where it can get like i sometimes i might not even be able to send a good message because language is so hard Oh, yeah. I was teaching um, a human development class and one of the definitions in the in the book, I kind of summarized it, though. It says that language is a communication system in which a limited number of signals, sounds or letters are used to convey an infinite number of meanings. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of the of the song, you know, um, by Kurt Carr and the and the singer Kurt Carr singers. It says, "Words can't convey what my heart oh, wants to yeah. say." Oh, my soul loves Jesus. In a word, mm-hmm. and it really says like this deep, profound experience I'm having at this moment. Words, I'm going to do the best I can, but words can't quite convey com- what my heart wants yeah. to say. And I think that even happens to us in our relationships. Um, where maybe sometimes in the way we grew up in our family of origin, thinking about this for premarital couples, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you never learned. You probably came from a, a awesome family, but maybe just your words around sharing your inner world and your feelings and your experience and your thoughts were limited. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, you didn't have grew up in a family that they did that. So you didn't get to learn kind of like that skill and that muscle memory, right? Right. About doing that. And then, or maybe you don't know how to take in because maybe you came from a, maybe for you, it wasn't, your family didn't do it, but they did it in a very, it felt like volatile way that wasn't healthy. And so maybe it's hard for you to make space for, for that. Cause you, in the sense of trying to be safe, maybe you shut part of that down because when emotions come online, it triggers like things aren't safe. Right. Mm, so you kind of like pull in or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, those are just very limited ways to jump into it. Right. Okay. And what were you thinking about there? <laughs> Nothing. I, I was just thinking, I, I read um, something recently talking about the flexible nature of words. Whoa. And it like gave a, um, like just these different um, examples of 
um, there is none righteous. Yet Joseph, the husband of Mary, was righteous. You know, something like that. Mm. Um, it just how how he used righteous in in belief, and when it used God, capital G to mm. Lord G, it's just having that difference mm. in the um, the meaning that comes from it. So it's just like, man, we can be using the same word, but it's just like what context and that's one of the things it got back down to is just like paying close attention to the context in which it's being um being used so anyway no, just no, kind of like remind that. me of of that that is good and i mean i guess what i'm saying to that is when i think about for premarital couples it is complicated Mm-hmm. It's complicated because you're two different people from two different backgrounds, different experiences. And what you're trying to do is come together and communicate for each other. Yeah. Like yeah. To make things to make to make our experience common at times. And that's hard. And but it's, I say that in that and it's hard, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's and I want to guess what I want to if I think back on our story a little bit. I think we it's like you could almost come into marriage assuming we'll be able to communicate, assuming like it should just happen if we mm-hmm. love each other enough. Right. And of course, it should just work. Right. Right. But I right. think it's like I want to give them the gift of knowing. It's a skill you de- develop. <laughs> skill. And I think it's like it's like you think about anybody who's mastered a particular craft. It takes time yeah. and attunement and like <clears throat> learning. Like, and I think what you just said, even for us as a couple, like it's like knowing the context of the moment. It's like, I know Nicola, I know her background. Uh, I have an idea how she sees the world. I've learned how she's learned how about safety mm-hmm. and, and what her sharing her needs are over time. <clears throat> um, I know at certain moments, what can put you in a certain emotional place or, I've learned like your emotional cues when you're trying to convey something. Um, and it took time. Right. And I think it's been good. I just wish I would have been more willing to understand that before. And like, it's okay for it to be a little bit rough. Yeah. Time. Yeah. I guess a sense, like don't be afraid of if it it's choppy in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, because like, we talk about words, flexibility of words or mm-hmm. the meaning we assign to to even a phrase. We say the same phrase and, you know, so it's just like being able to stay curious with one another and say, so what does that mean for you when that's you it. say it like that, you know, that's rather than exactly. assuming and reading on that's exactly your own meaning. It. Yeah. Do not assume. Right. But I think that's one part we won't want to say with communication. Right. It That. The way we're kind of talking about communication is it is an interchange of thoughts and feelings, Mm -hmm. an interchange of thoughts and feelings, because that's what we're trying to do when we're communicating. I am trying to tell you about an inner experience I have in a way. And when communication hits that sweet spot, it feels like the other person really like our message impacted them. And we can feel like it's like. Like they are able to convey back to us how our words impacted them, their internal world. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, and what it usually communicates is I'm not alone with this. That doesn't have to go to I'm exactly right or everything about this is rational, but that's even being right. able to say like, 
wow, I get what you're feeling. I can see that you're upset or you're hurt by this or you felt alone or rejected or abandoned or you're just overwhelmed by what's going on at work right now. It's mm-hmm. like I'm getting your inner world. Yeah. Yeah. If you're you, grasping. I mean, if you can grab that part of communication. That's huge in and of itself. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to give people the gift. It's like because it does like, you know, that's what it can. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, when, when you get into this very logical kind of back and forth. Like, hmm. Yeah. But it's like if you don't get like the inner world part of it, then it's not going to really land. But then it, but there is a sense of co-creating meaning together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's like the sense of. I don't even sometimes when we're communicating, it's like I'm still building yeah. <laughs> my conceptual idea of it. Yeah, yeah. You just had a funny one about this this morning. You're telling Grace like, you know, like sometimes I do. <laughs> I do that with your dad that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it is. It's an interchange of, 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 of thoughts and feelings. Oh, yeah. I remember what you're saying. Like I do the same. Like I'm sorry says like I do the same thing to your dad without realizing because it's like that's just how I was communicating Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what was it that you said I was like I want to um expound on that a little bit but I can't remember it just left my brain can I I want to give this quote from Martin Luther King real quick on this one okay and I love this and I know this is a very hard thing but I think we could even feel this in our marital relationships Uh, He said, shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. Lukewarm acceptance is much more bewildering than outright rejection. Hmm. And I guess what made me really hit that is we all at a deep place, we either we want to feel like people get our experience. And so when it's like when you're talking about Hmm. communication, and for me, I guess we are talking about it, but it's like that what we're focusing on here is that common sharing. Like, have I come to a place where I really get your experience and I'm able to let you know how I'm experiencing what seems to be your inner world? Right. And that's okay. And maybe when you share that, you might be off, but that's the beauty of it is that person can say, no, 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 that's not what I'm experiencing. And not because you were wrong, but maybe it's like really what it's saying is like, as best as I sat here and tried to really get your world, mm-hmm. this is what I got. This is and then when I, you share mm-hmm. it, that person like, well, that's not exactly it. But guess what? That's a good thing. You get to move the the marker or lever or whatever, <laughs> you know, again, like, okay, let me go back in and try again. Yeah. Rather than maybe just like kind of just what you were saying, like just assume something or like, I don't really want to put the work into really trying to get your world because maybe you know, I'm a little bit shut off. It does take time. That shallow understanding mm-hmm. can feel like it could feel off. It could feel like rejection. You know, we don't like, that's like, not a good, you thing. don't really care. Yeah, exactly. You don't see me. You don't know me and you didn't take time to do either. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I don't know if that's like, and so, so there's two good key components. I would say to think about deeper communication. Okay. What are those? One is for the person sharing is how do I share in a non-defensive manner what I'm experiencing and what I'm needing, what I'm needing, sorry. Mm-hmm. So it's like sharing in a non-defensive manner, meaning I am able to, because this is the part that sometimes the communication, 
especially as you're learning each other, you can kind of communicate in a way that's very, it feels safe where you're not a, actually saying what you're feeling and what you're needing. I think that's something we oh, had to learn. Oh yeah. Beating around the bush, <laughs> asking for lower level things and kind of saying like, Hey, I'm just hurting right now or I'm struggling. I'm overwhelmed. It's kind of like you do little things like, and that's what your, your heart might really be needing, mm-hmm. but you don't say that to your partner and it's mm-hmm. okay. You mm-hmm. know, like you might say something like, I'd like to go for a walk and your partner's like, well, I don't really feel like walking right now. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Are you talking you, about me? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know what the example I would have been. I would have given for you. No, that was a good one. actually. That was? Okay. Mm-hmm. But then it could register in you like, ouch, that was rejected. Here I am. I'm overwhelmed and you don't care about me and what my needs are. And it's like, whoa, you didn't say all that. I didn't know that. Like that, if you would have shared with me that you felt overwhelmed and you were just needing some, I could have responded differently to that. But what I mm-hmm. heard you ask me for was, let's go for a walk. Yeah. I don't know. And that's probably like that's a small. Good. Small portion of it. A small example yeah. there, right? I think, yeah, definitely showing up as best as possible, being as clear on your inside and and honest with yourself, what you really want and and being able to make that a good ask on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I think the second part to that. So the first one is once again, sharing in a non-defensive manner, what I'm experiencing, what I'm needing. Mm -hmm. So it is like trying to figure out like ethic heart, like you, there might be times you feel frustrated and angry and those matter too. But even under that though, and those matter because they also tell you about maybe it's like, I'm angry because I felt like I was hurt by Mm -hmm. that or I'm I just felt sad. I feel alone. I'm struggling. I feel unwanted here or uh, I feel looked over in my job or whatever that could be. Right. That right. under shame, the mm-hmm. underlying part. But then the second part is for the person listening is, can you respond in a way empathically to what your partner is feeling and needing? Mm. So one person shares vulnerably, but then I think you need to listen vulnerably, meaning like a- allow maybe some of your defenses or if, it, you know, no, like you can feel the f- defensiveness in you or maybe it might be some insecurities up, yeah. coming in you mm-hmm. and you hold that that's yielding yeah. to one another again. And but then it's like, I want to stay with you and what I'm hearing and try and really get what your experience mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And then letting them know, like, wow, as I hear you say that, this is what I'm kind of sensing. This is what I even feel in my own body. Yeah. As I hear you talk. When you share that or even sometimes like when somebody's telling them about their day, it's like, wow, if man, yeah, if I were there, this is probably what I would experience. I wonder if that's what it, what you're trying to share with right. me. Is that what you're experiencing? It's just like really listening and kind of asking questions. I think when you ask questions, it's kind of like a good way to show that you're kind of like trying to take it in, you that's know, right. in, a, in a deeper Deeper way, deeper level, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Well, we could definitely go on and on about this. <laughs> We've hit our 18 minute mark. Um, but we are going to follow this episode up with an example of for Nicole and I about how we kind of like our communication had a bump, but where we've learned over time, like what it means to even repair. Are you talking about the apple fritters? Yeah, we're going to. Oh, goodness. You have to turn into this episode. <laughs> you get to hear the we're gonna, famous apple We're going to keep stringing story. y'all out about this apple <laughs> Apple fritter. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to share the apple fritter story. <laughs> but Nicola, in closing out, what are some questions maybe we could give for the premarital and the married couples to just think and ponder for them to maybe find where they are in communicating with one another? Hmm. Okay. I think like 
a sense of what did it look like for you to share or to talk about your feelings in your own family of origin? Like what role did you play when you were in your family? Um, I, I think it's interesting. Um, my family, I think when I'm in that unit, I, I think or see myself as being more quiet. Um, but outside of that, I think when I'm in different environment, I may seem louder because my family is so vibrant. <laughs> and so, you know, like what role do you end up, um, I guess, playing? What, how did you share share in your family of origin? Another thing I would say is like, how do you communicate what you're experiencing or needing with your spouse? And that's I think that's really key. Um, James kind of hit on that a little bit, you know, not really just suppressing um, your true need or beating around the bush kind of a, a way or just going at it passively. But really saying uh, comes in that space where you can say, hey, I'm really I'm really needing to go on this walk because I had a stressful day, you know. Mm-hmm. Another element is how do you share your need um, for comfort or support? Wow. You know, yeah. And hmm, how do you respond to your partner's bids for comfort and support? How do you share yours, and how do you respond to your partner? All right. Anything else? Oh boy. You know what it's that like means. It's like you think I would know by now that I'm going to have to give a more excellent point. Well, I mean, maybe we, oh, well, maybe it could be shared. I think the excellent point, just to really locate it again, is breaking down that communication transcends just words and syllables, right? Mm-hmm. But that it gets down to a deep level of sharing what's going on inside of me and my inner world. Mm-hmm. But then it's also on the other part of me is like, am I taking in and allowing my partner as they try to share their inner world to, in, to let myself experience it and then communicate back to them how what they shared with me, how it's impacting me in a sense of like how I'm experiencing their world mm-hmm. to see if I'm really if I'm really attuned and in that spot with them. Mm-hmm. And that communication really is an interchange of thoughts and feelings. Right. And so being able to be attuned to that and that there are, I know this, this is a heart when I'm dropping a, a bomb right here at the end. I know. I felt like I wanted to drop a bomb too, but go ahead and drop you? yours first. <laughs> that there really aren't irrational feelings, but there are a lot of irrational thoughts. Mm. The feeling mm-hmm. is real. The feeling is real in the sense of that it is tied to something. Yeah. So if I can acknowledge That's that the good. feeling is real, then I want to go find out what it's attached to. Now, I might have a false perception yeah. of the situation and what I'm responding to or an, an accurate one or one that's Not a fully in developed past, one. And mm-hmm. wounds. But the feeling I got from it is a good thing. So that way I can come back and pay attention to that and address it. And whether it's I need to turn and share that with God or with my spouse or it's um, or it's a false thought or idea that I'm holding that's not true. And I cast yes. it, I cast it down. Mm-hmm. But the feeling is a good signal from God that something's going on that I need to go pay attention to. That's lit, honey. You just drop a bomb. 
I like that one. Did you want to drop your bomb? Well, I don't know. I think I kind of thought about one thing when I used to communicate and I will say all these different versions of what was going on inside my heart and my space. And so and I would get overwhelmed. And you'll get overwhelmed. Which one of these things do you want? Um, But it's like, um, hey, babe, I'm running a rough draft here. (laughs) Would that have helped you? (laughs) Here's a rough draft. This is not the final copy. (laughs) So it lets you know that I'm just brainstorming. And I think that's good learning right yeah you can have a lot of words and fast and i sometimes like at the end of a hard day i can only do it in small bites but i need to be able to do it at times Mm -hmm. and so it's like learning how to honor each other in that place yeah yeah okay so my, my my excellent point will be this seriously like um, we do want to inspire and equip you to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. So com- communication can be tricky. It definitely was for me in the beginning. Like, how do I say? What do I say? So I definitely say pray before, during and after your conversations and revisit mm. what you can when you can. If something is not as clear for real. Y'all, that's a good point. That that deserves another one. Hey. Pray before, during, and after. And you can literally pray without ceasing. Because God wants to be a part of your communication process. Absolutely. Inviting him into it. That's right. That's good, babe. Hey, and I just felt led to say, like, in our outro, thank you so much for all of you that listen. I just want to ask you once again, we we honestly would love to hear from you. So if that is by going on our A More Excellent Way Facebook page and letting us know how these episodes are speaking to your heart, please do that. Um, You can go on, follow us on Instagram at A More Excellent way we would love to hear from you about how these episodes are speaking to your heart um just as a way of encouragement for us but i think also for other people mm-hmm. um yeah. and then once again we thank so much klrc for partnering with us on this podcast you can also listen to these on klrc.com at the new media player beautiful platform mm-hmm. thank you just yeah. So just once again, we just want to say thank you so much to the community out there that's listening. Yay. Um, we, we're glad when we run into you out in public and just uh, <laughs> hearing about how this is speaking to your hearts is speaking to ours as well. And the episode that will be coming up after this, we'll just be building upon this and giving you a practical example for Nicole and I of just learning about, man, communication when it gets real. off track and how it can get back on track. Yes. The, the, Are we just going to title the apple, apple, the fritter. apple fritter? <laughs> And if you want to take Nicole and James out for coffee and apple fritters oh, <laughs> to have further dialogue about this, you can reach us at a more Excel way on. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do. We should have a meet and greet. We should. Ooh, like, I've thought about at that. Rich Bakery. We can talk about the apple fritters. Are we going to have gluten free apple fritters? <laughs> yeah, there's more to that story. <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much. God bless you. <laughs> We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.